Wealth Within offers a range of investment and educational services to help you secure your financial future. Whether you're an aspiring trader or simply want to increase the strength of your portfolio, Wealth Within are dedicated to maximising your investment returns. Hi, and welcome to Talking Wealth. I'm David Harvey. I'm a Senior Investment Analyst at Wealth Within. Has Australia avoided the effect of the global financial crisis? It seems that Glenn Stevens thinks that we're well on the way, as the RBA today has increased its cash rate from 3% up to 3.25%, where the rest of the world is sitting around, say, 0-1% type levels for their official cash rates. So it's pretty hard to believe that Australia could be on its own in this way, particularly as uh, we're very we're so interconnected in a global sense. But nonetheless, that Australia's leading the way or striking the ground as it uh, pushes the, the is the first to actually increase its cash rates now for uh, a couple of years. I'm not sure that this is a great idea personally, but nonetheless, and that's been what I've said in a couple of recent webinars on this topic. And I think that uh, what we have to be really careful about, and as the RBA has done in the past, is that it moved a bit too bit too hard a couple of years ago and uh, as a result it actually uh, crashed the economy at the start whereas it could have been a more gentle um, easing but anyway they had to keep pushing the interest rates up and they just pushed it way out of line and I suspect that in some ways here that they're very anxious to get started again and uh, the reasons for not wanting to see this sort of thing happen is that we really haven't seen that the, that the economy can really stand on its own yet. I mean, the government is spending so much on financial stimulus and there hasn't been enough time, I don't think, to be able to discriminate as to whether what's happening at the moment is a result of all the government spending or whether it's really uh, the economy recovering. Anecdotally, it seems that the economy is still doing very, very um, poorly in a relative historical sense in that, and even the forecasts in growth are only sitting at around the 1%. And this is just not simply enough to be able to uh, be a cause for inflation. And that's generally the reason why you want to uh, increase official interest rates. And it's certainly not going to be increasing employment at at a 1% growth level. You need to have at least 2, probably 3% before you can even start to see businesses having the confidence to do that. But nonetheless, the RBA is, uh, is pushing on. And I think that I know that what the RBA has been talking about in the last little while is their concern over a property bubble, and that's in the residential housing market, and perhaps this is the area that they've been wanting to address. But they'd have to be pretty careful about all of that, because by pushing up the interest rates, that what happens there is that that increases the cost on businesses as an input of, um, of a unit of production, and uh, this, because people aren't wanting to to buy things at the moment because they're all people are not uh, spending as much, even though I suppose the retail data coming out at the moment supports the view that there is an increase in that. But I'd be a bit surprised about that in an ongoing sense. And uh, if, if, if the consumer hasn't got the money to spend, uh, you can't, they won't want to be paying increased prices for their goods. They probably want to have less price for their goods. And this then will have an effect then on increasing unemployment over the next year. And that in itself will then cause mortgage stress and then that reduce, I suppose that in some ways then reduces the property values. But I would have hoped that the RBA is not wanting to do it that way, but rather from the point of view of increasing cash rates and therefore it means that people won't want to go out and uh, buy property because of the uh, increased cost. The other thing that banks have to be careful about is that if they do get the reduced property values is that this puts a huge stress on them and their balance sheets because um, with CBA and Westpac, that uh, residential property market makes up a huge amount of their uh, of their balance sheet. But nonetheless, I guess that they have put in a huge provision for bad debt over the next um, over the next 12 months, and that is just in case 
uh, unemployment does raise rise up to say around the eight percent mark. But I guess current concerns are banks. I mean, the RBA is concerned about the the property bubble. The, the commercial banks probably aren't because in some ways that they can see a bit of relief to their bank balance there if the property values go up. But if the property values go up too much, well, then they become unaffordable and that causes all sorts of stress within the um, community. So that's where the, the, the government and the RBA would be coming from. But in terms of the bank themselves, they probably would see that as probably an OK thing for them. But nonetheless, on if you're looking at their, um, uh, I suppose, on the, um, what would you say, on the, on, the, on the business side of the business, and that is that the loans to businesses, is that they're expecting a second wave of business failures to start to come through later this year. And if you've got business failures, then you've got increasing unemployment. And therefore, I would have thought those sorts of things are not going to be helped by increasing the um, official cash rate. But I don't know, I suspect the government hasn't been very sensitive to uh, to business and lending to business since the global financial crisis has hit the world. And uh, certainly the commercial property values have uh, plunged in price over a little while. And we've been reading about um, with luxury end of the hotel market in the way that uh, vacancies, their occupancy rates are down and their, uh, their ask rates or their bed rates have dropped quite a lot and so therefore that side of the business is not doing too well at the moment. And these are all the sorts of things that have to be overcome before we can actually start to see real growth and it's upon real growth that we uh, see rising employment and therefore we can then start to relax. And I suspect for me I reckon that they should have held off um, as I'd sort of said before that could have held off until say next January or February when they had a better idea about what's going to happen because at this at this stage I think it's going to take at least four to six months before we understand where the stock market is going. At the moment, it's been a lot more bullish than we had expected. And then in terms of uh, property, as to whether it's really going to take a bit of a, a bit of a dip or not, and then uh, with businesses. And uh, there seems to be a little bit of stress within the, the business world at the moment. And this will take a little while to work through. But anyway, nonetheless, that hopefully that the RBA um, has got good information and that it's not moving too quickly. So I just thought I'd just leave these thoughts with you. I hope you have a great week. This is David Harvey signing off from Talking Wealth and I look forward to catching you next time. Talking Wealth was brought to you by Wealth Within. To learn how you too can maximise your investment returns, call 1300 SHARE TRADE.